Hello and welcome to Raising Vibrations podcast with myself, Jennifer and Simon. Uh, Today we're going to be exploring the future that we have ahead of us on the planet because it's a big topic at the moment. There's a lot of uncertainty, a lot of um, fear and worry in the world and we would like to explore what changes we have ahead of us and how to navigate those changes and what is needed of us individually and collectively to move through these changes. Yeah, it's it's a very uh, big conversation to have, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, I think that um, for most of us, not a lot of us are actually feeling that way. Like, what is the next step for us? Mm-hmm. Um, and well, it feels like an inspiration to be able to to talk about our own personal views on on this, and mm-hmm. um, hopefully that provides value to you. So Pluto and Capricorn's uh, transit since two thousand and eighteen has definitely been influencing like the overall structure of our reality. Um, I think that one of the things that was really profound for us is Uranus's transit through Aries yeah, from two thousand twelve to two thousand seventeen. And the squares that were really taking place between Pluto and Uranus in the signs of, of Capricorn and Aries. Mm-hmm. And that's when a lot of social, the, like the landscape of our, of our psychological and social nature had actually shifted. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, technology in itself had, has now actually come onto the planet in a way that we interact with it daily. Whereas 20 years ago, you know, 25 years ago, it wasn't something that we relied on much. But we were definitely getting the seeds of it when, mm. um, you know, in, in 1999, 2000s, uh, Uranus was transiting through Aquarius, Neptune was transiting through Aquarius. Mm. And there was a lot of integration of the technological revolution that was coming on, like YouTube started to form around about 2014, Facebook and stuff. So we're definitely living in a period of time right now where so many shifts are taking place that and, and so many changes that are taking place with inside of ourselves are leading us to, so what is the next direction? You know, like what, what is it that we're actually moving towards? And I'm sure that that sense of wanting to know give, you know, that we can't actually know is, is really uncomfortable, right? Yeah. I mean, we're in the age of information. So we are just bombarded with information about everything and it's hard to navigate exactly what is true for us and what we can trust. And there is so much, um, you know, contradictory information out there. Yeah. And there's a lot of fear, propaganda being, you know, spread over the internet and through the media. And, you know, some of it, maybe we do need to take notice of the changes that we are heading into because there are some profound changes and shifts happening for us but how we respond to that uh, shouldn't be from a space of fear it Mm. we're needing to inform ourselves and to feel like to be connected to our own inner truth at this point in time and navigate our way Mm -hmm. by our own resonance Mm -hmm. And what we, the truth that we can connect to and feel in our body. And rather than, you know, just this logical analysis of what seems the better truth. Yes. Yeah, there's there's a lot that you've actually shared there. Like when I talked about Pluto through Capricorn, Capricorn as an an archetype or as as an energy in our our awareness uh, holds fear. Because it's our limitations and it's also the thing that keeps us safe. Mm. So, and, and Pluto is an, is an energy that, that wants to like reform everything by showing us what is not working for us anymore. So anything that is held within our lives that uh, keeps us secure, but also doesn't allow us, like prevents us from, from growing and evolving, it wants to break down those things. Mm-hmm. So as Pluto transits through Capricorn, it brings to the surface collective fear. And I, I think what's really interesting is that um, we as biological beings have got fear naturally like linked into us. So 
we're always going to respond to fear in the outside world in a way that's, you know, it's, it's like a natural response to us. We're going to fear it and we're going to react to it and say, this is, you know, this is bad. Like when we watch the news, for instance, and there's always negative things that are being shown. We, on some level, we actually like that. It's like it meets this part of our animalness. So as Pluto transits through Capricorn, so much of the sort of collective fear comes to the surface that we haven't been able to deal with, right? Because and um, it's natural that so much comes to the surface, and where a lot of fear propaganda, as an example, uh, materializes, and with that comes uncertainty <laughs> again. Yeah, right? yeah, the future is really uncertain. It really is. <clears throat> And, and it's because we're identifying the changes, yeah. like we're seeing rapid change happening. Yeah. And so therefore, we have begun to identify that what we thought the future would be. I mean, things are changing so rapidly that that our awareness of the patterns that have been consistent in our reality, mm. um, the inconsistencies in those patterns, brings a sense of uncertainty for how that's going to continue in the future. And, you know, yeah. we, we know that there are lots of um, yeah. people speaking for the changes, not just the changes that are happening to us, but the changes that we are like bringing to the surface. Mm -hmm. and, and that speaks to the, the, the social change, like the mm -hmm. landscape of our social dynamic is changing at such a rate because it's affecting all of us. Like we're all being influenced by these deeper undercurrents that are mm -hmm. shifting through us and the patterns and how you identified that was really important because that's a, that's also a Capricorn energy. What pattern made me feel secure mm. and that's, that changes. And when that changes, we don't know how to emotionally identify with things that are familiar. Yeah. And so that's what also leaps that, that sense of, Oh, okay. I'm uncertain now. I thought this is what I wanted, or I thought this is how it was, or this is the, the thing that, that I was told I should do as an example. But now when that's taken away, it's like, we are almost actually confronted with ourselves. Yeah. And that's a really scary place. Cause I don't know if, if that's something that's very consensus, like we don't really get taught self-awareness in school as a, as an actual subject, how to deal with our psyches or our mm -hmm. emotions and stuff. So it would make sense to me, at least the way I see it, that when we are, is sort of brought to um, aspects of our lives where those things are needed to be addressed or looked at. Um, we're not really certain how to do it. And I think maybe that's even why there's been such a sort of rise within the internet of people that can help, you know, guru types that, you know, offer a sense of, of direction because on, on some level there's a need for it on, on, on some level, mm. right? The different authorities that yeah, we can turn exactly to the for the answers that we don't trust within ourselves. Yes. But ultimately, where we are going is into a time when no one else will have the answers for you. <laughs> you want to think about what that means. Mm. A place, a world where no one else will have the direction, the answers, the place, the understanding for you. So you will have to know how to navigate yourself, how to be connected to yourself. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, this is something that if, if you've explored human design, you will know that there is this um, 2027, um, the shift into the the frequency of the cross of the sleeping phoenix mm -hmm. from the cross of planning. And what that means basically is that we've gone from, we've spent the past 400 years roughly in this building, this structure, this social structure that has held us all. And we've all thought, I mean, the, we've all contributed collectively, at least in the Western world, to um, this social construct that our society is so we i mean just the way the institutions you know the whole industrialization and everything that mm -hmm. we have created has been this container for this and then we have as individuals we have found our place within that and that means that there's been an existing authority you know, we've got the governments, we've got, um, it starts already with parents, teachers, you know, and we're yeah. always seeking the authority yeah. outside of ourselves, which is like, it's always externalized. And as we shift into 
the cross of the sleeping phoenix, everything is shifting into a and um, self-empowerment and individuation. So it's all about our individual inner self-empowerment, um, our personal direction. And that's one where we, we're not going to want to, um, like the focus won't be on contributing to society. Yeah. It's not gonna go, oh, hey, where can I find a place to exist <laughs> in society? It's gonna go, hey, this is my special destiny. Yes. This is my unique expression and I'm going to do that. Yeah. And that might yeah. not contribute to the social structures. That might mean, hey, I like working at night. Yeah, That's my unique individual self. Yeah. And that might not fit into anywhere. So yeah. how do we navigate that? And the astrological, I thought maybe you could also share a book, like we could correlate. Well, uh, yeah, I, I definitely want to talk about that as well. But there was so much juiciness in what you shared, like things like have we considered that? Uh, firstly, I want I wanted to, to to say that there's a there's a film. It's pretty old, like in the early two thousands. It's called a B movie, and there is um, in that in that film. That's how I identify the the integration into society and the roles you play, and to support a kind of collective hive versus this sort of be that comes along and says, Oh, I don't want to do that. Well, is this what it's going to be for me for the rest of my life, yeah. literally, and it creates a schism. And I think that that's something that's really interesting to contemplate about reality and the way that a lot of these shifts are actually pulling us towards is, mm -hmm. you know, um, if you think about the Pluto and Sagittarius generation, okay, so earlier and in the video, I said that uh, Uranus and Neptune are transited through Aquarius in, in the early uh, parts of the 2000s. Now, like they're going to come onto the planets around when they're 25, 26, 27, and they already have encoded within them that Aquarius energy of individuation, you know, and we're currently in a phase where we're reforming the structure of our reality. And that's where I find fascinating about this conversation on one level that you're sharing is that to that that we are moving into a phase where empowerment, so Pluto through Scorpio, Pluto Scorpio generation, mm -hmm. like empowerment, like what's empowered to me, and then the Pluto and Sagittarius is like what's my truth? Because yeah. it's Sagittarius, right? And and uh, the structural nature of our reality will become that. And I see it all over the place with a lot of uh, Pluto and Sag kids where they've, they're so exposed to technology that a lot of what they see reality to be is very different from, say, the 90s. And so their concept of what they think is possible and what is going to be the vision and how they operate is so vastly different that what's going to mature and grow from that, I think, is going to contribute so much to the continuation of a progression from Age of Pisces, which is a very large, you know, huge cycle of procession mm -hmm. of equinox to the age of Aquarius, which is more about individuation and mm -hmm. self-empowerment. And hey, my my sense of individuality is different to yours. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's just differentiation, you yeah. know? And and it's it's it really is a well, at least to me, you can feel the excitement of, of what I'm saying here, that it's such an interesting thing to contemplate, considering that this is not like this this hasn't been around for you know, just like hundreds of years. It's something that's happening while we're actually here, right? So we're witnessing this this mutation take place. And even though it feels deeply confusing and uncertain, it's just simply because it's our unfamiliarity to yeah. the differences in realities, which one is about, okay, so what would you like to, what would you like to be when you grow up, Jennifer? This is the <laughs> right. age of like 10 as an example. You're like, oh yeah, I definitely know what my... Well, you get a choice, basically, right. you know, uh -huh. it's like you already know you're going to be a fireman <laughs> or a teacher right. or, you know. And there's, there's symbols and, and, you know, guidance counselors and job career advisors and all of that, that sort of usher you into it. But mm -hmm. in and this... you get to choose your, your right. you know, what you study and what you're going to specialize <laughs> Focus in. And, plan, and, right? and all of that every single profession that we have created contributes to the overall structure of society. So think about that. Yeah. You know, that's teachers support the institutions uh -huh. of their learning and how, how we are going to learn to think, you know, and how that's supported. We've got like everything contributes in some way to society. Mm -hmm. Whereas 
and I'm not saying that individual self-empowered roles won't do that. They absolutely will, but yeah. they won't contribute to the so social structure that is already yeah. existing. They will contribute to a um, the natural order that is arising from within us. Yes, yes. So like really what we're actually trying to say here in a very confrontational way is that the old structure had uh, uh, a way of how energy or like how information would move down the lines and then at the bottom you would be interacting with how these in how this information was structured and that doesn't integrate individuality into it it says whereas this new structure is is an organic life growth it's mm -hmm. like it's moving through you so people will find roles in their lives in more natural ways and that's the process i think it's like organic natural yeah. integration well we are humans just like everything else in nature are self-organizing like mm. we're a self-organizing system mm. but because of the development of the mind and our ability to see the like understand the future and see our role in the future and plan so across of planning we we have been able to create structures and hierarchies and yes. and like organize ourselves based on our mental understanding of things mm -hmm. but what we are doing now is coming home to our our own uh, selves and from within ourselves by being our unique self there is a place in the natural order yes but that that isn't something that we can understand logically and we've yeah. never done this with the development of self-reflective consciousness like animals do it but they don't have you they're not they're not contemplating their existence at the same time they're just living from their instinctive selves and just being that but we mm -hmm. have like the ability to be self-reflective consciousness mm -hmm. and to witness our own like the the order of reality arising from within us yeah. and I mean, if anything is spiritual, like if we look at the spirituality of the future, it's about individuality. It's about being yes, your unique yes, self. Yes, exactly. Like authenticity, right? Yeah. And when mm -hmm. you're that, but you have a place in the whole that mm -hmm. is connected to everything else. Yes. yes. Then you understand that you are part of a whole. Mm -hmm. And if you're a part of a whole, that something, then you're part of something greater than yourself. And that greater organization is where you are connected to something yes. greater than yourself. And That's you right. can really connect to that. So like in human design, for instance, what they do is they, they talk about this thing called strategy and authority, mm -hmm. which are these basic principles that are strategy. So you have a specific type, whatever, and then you have an authority that says, okay, this is your guidance system that you use. Yeah. And the emphasis is to pull the attention back to yourself, yeah, which is to the, the body. <clears throat> so your body guides mm -hmm. you. Yeah. And it's not about making decisions based on what you think. It's making decisions based on whatever your unique authority is, but it's that your body guides you through life and not your mind. Right. And we haven't done that up until this point. No. We've used our minds to guide us. And the mind can only think in linear um, patterns yeah so it can only plan in a linear fashion whereas yeah. the nature of reality isn't linear no. it's it's more like you know like fractals and we've got the the Fibonacci sequence and, and th this is how we nature organizes itself yes and it's not the mind can't comprehend that so it looks like chaos to the mind <laughs> That's exactly it. It looks like chaos to the mind yeah. because it is disorganized and not in a, in a form. And that's what really keeps us with the illusion of, of safety yeah. or organization. Yeah, exactly. Right? I mean, um, but there, there was something else that I also wanted to do to say that, that definitely grounds the, the emphasis of your own authority or the self-empowered process or mm -hmm. how to connect to this organic line because that could be a question that I think a lot of people get confused about is, so w what do we mean by like how you are organized by life and yeah. the way that you understand that is that life is moving through the body and the body is a conduit for it. So when we bring our attention back to how the body's operating and we develop a stronger connection to it, we can feel that momentary pattern shifting. And so mm -hmm. in that sense, when we follow that, we can follow life's creative plan. Like life has a creative plan for us. And that plan's not actually something that's like set in 
it doesn't have an ego so it's not like oh, okay this is the plan for you it's it's more just of a, a, a force moving in a direction mm -hmm. in however it operates and we're kind of on that right yeah. um yeah but something else that i think you're going to love this is that you know one one thing that's interesting about the ability to understand the f the future mentally is this there's two pieces of information one is that so we talked about this or well, very very briefly we talked about the uh, the transition of ages which is from the the sign of pisces to the sign of aquarius and this speaks specifically to what is called the procession of the equinox okay and it takes about 2000 years roughly for the for the, the the signs to change so we're kind of like progressively moving into an aquarius energy which is this self-empowered energy type mm -hmm. but the virgo pisces energy has within it this kind of um a sacrifice element to it so a lot of religion a lot of the the cosmological truths and the way that we've organized ourselves as a human race under these patterns of energy or the field of energy is pretty much what we see around us today right mm -hmm. so service family you know um and one of the things that materialized with the mind coming into into form is that we could see the future and so we could sacrifice in the moment for something that's delayed so we would see into the future and say, oh, I would like that. And so we would sacrifice in the moment. Mm -hmm. And we all do this. We sacrifice in the moment for something that's inherently in the future. Yeah. But what's interesting about that, and when we use the mind to plan ahead, is that we're not, it doesn't necessarily mean 100% like this, but it does mean that we might not necessarily fully honor what is right for us in the moment because we're sacrificing or oppressing that sensation for something that we think we're planning ahead. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a logical process. Well, yeah, and it's a linear, right? uh, linear direction. Thing. So when we plan like that, we don't, we could potentially miss what is really here for us to see that can change our lives. And I think a lot of us, when we're trying to find meaning in our lives, um, applies the, the mental process as a way to figure it out versus mm -hmm. what is already encoded in us as the fate, mm -hmm. as the destiny. Yeah. I mean, how many people that there's, we can prove this, that the, the mind doesn't have the answers just by looking at your life. So if you look back at your life, um, how has your plan worked out for you? Mm. Like, did life go according to your plans? Do you decide something and then that's how it is? Because the mind thinks it has the answers to our direction in life, but it's really um, just, it, it's a guessing game. Basically, it's an, it's an illusion based on the past. So we understand where the past has been and where, where it's a pattern recognition. It's a yes. linear logical understanding. Mm. If I do this, that will lead to that. Sure. But it doesn't necessarily because there is a greater plan than that, that we are connected to whether we know it or not. And the more we connect to that consciously, the more we can actually navigate, like be in touch with that direction as we move through it. Yeah. And we can have a sense of, of connection and um, certainty and I don't mean mental certainty. I mean a sense of knowing in ourselves that we are in the right place at the right moment, even if it doesn't mm. make sense. Because a lot of things don't make sense of where yeah, we are right that's now. Right. right. <laughs> so it doesn't. And this is why it, there is the uncertainty now, because things aren't making sense. Nothing is secure and certain anymore. And it's going to get more so. Like yeah. we're moving into a time where things are going to get more and more chaotic. Mm -hmm. and we are going to have to navigate those changes. Mm -hmm. And the only way that we can do that is by coming home to ourselves and doing that from our inner sense. So whether that's, you know, human design helps with that process immensely because it connects you to what your inner authority is. So it gives you like the an image of your own inner compass like how you can navigate like yourself map, right so it gives you your own compass and we all have our own inner compass that we can't like i can't tell another person what direction is right for them they can only feel it within themselves what i can tell them is how to sense you know using human sign what i can share is how to feel into where the answers are within themselves. Mm -hmm. So if it's someone's intuition, for example, that guides them, then I will 
I can reveal to them how that would feel when they are on the right track, when a decision is right for them or wrong for them, and so that they can tune into how that feels in themselves. Yeah. Whereas, you know, it, otherwise there would be this logical system, okay, we'll do that because that will work out better for you. And if it doesn't, then try this instead, yes, <laughs> you know, <yes>. basically. <laughs> and the logical mind just makes things up. Yeah, exactly. Like, try this instead. And yeah. like, okay, we'll do that. And it's still, and, and there's two things. It's like, emptiness right a lot of the time we're we're trying to fill this inner sense of emptiness and we're filling it with things outside of ourselves and we consistently try to fill the void and i think that's the void that we're trying to fill is really that disconnect from what is an inner knowing already that we've just kind of you know over time numbed out to or mm -hmm. and and that's that's a big thing, and that comes with the, uh, living a world, living away where we're doing things that maybe were inspired by our parents. Like our dad was a lawyer, for instance, and sort of he came down and said, "I'm going to pass my sense of a, like destiny onto you, and you're going to become this as well, and you're going to join our firm." You know, and you kind of go, "Okay, well, I don't really have, okay, fine," but you <laughs> might not actually feel that way, and mm -hmm. just in a subtle nuance way, like that person might actually turn up. Uh, wanting to say to their dad, for instance, I don't want to do this. And that causes family dynamic complexes that don't necessarily have to be there. And that's where some of these things can be very, uh, like off into the distance. And I think that's also got to do a lot with the Pluto and Sagittarius souls who are probably on some level feeling that inner sense of what is my inner truth. And then this kind of collective conditioning field over it that's saying okay well okay so what are you going to do now at the age of 21 and they're like oh i'm not sure yet but i'm also not certain in myself yet so do i what do i do and and maybe that's creating like an inner crisis of maybe looking out yeah yeah like looking outside and trying to find that out but not really feeling it in that way well because <clears throat> i mean the world that they are born to step into and this mm. is the same for the pluto and scorpios they try i know that they are able to integrate to a certain extent into society but as they've been integrating they're integrating yeah. into a falling structure already yeah. and that's why it's been so challenging mm. and um for the pluto and sagittarius that's even more so it's like yeah. they're trying to figure out w what they're gonna be when they grow up yes. and it's not there it's not something that we can actually define for them. So that's mm. the beginning of that. You know, no one has the answers. No. I'm sorry, it doesn't <laughs> exist yet. Yeah. You're going to have to follow your own inner guidance. You're going to have to navigate your own way yeah. because as we move into the future, the answers won't be available outside of yourself. No. Or there will be lots of, there'll be so many different answers to yes. that that you won't know which one's right yes. for you. So you'll you'll have an overwhelm of information and you're not going to know mm. you're going to have to connect to your own intuitive mm. sense of how mm. you can guide yourself. That's, that's actually, I want to talk about that and emphasize that a lot. Mm. Firstly, that was Pluto transiting into Aquarius, right? Mm. So that's going to be happening. Um, we're going to have Saturn and Jupiter move through Aquarius next year or the end of next year. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a lot of energy that's going to be moving from this Capricorn sort of energy of, of the, the systems needing to collapse in on themselves in, in order for a new growth mm -hmm. to exist to liberation and freedom. And then it's like, oh, okay, everything's gone or the structure's not there. What, what is there? And it's, mm -hmm. it's like we had a, 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 we did a video on the Uranian impulse, right? Yeah. It's following the Uranian life. And we, part of, part of the breakdown of societal structure and the awakening of our own personal collective awareness is mm -hmm. the Uranian field, which is nonlinear. And it's information everywhere. So you have quantum mechanics now in, available to us and different universes or different people's sense of identity all around us and their own personal trajectories mm -hmm. and their own opinions and their own perspectives and their own projections. Mm -hmm. And it's so flooded that mm -hmm. you can't make a decision with your mind. You will, it, it's too much. So yeah. the only thing that you'll have to do, and this is the thing that's so amazing about the, the movement into the Pluto into the Aquarius age is that it's a heart centered approach. It's resonance. It's yeah. the magnetic field that sits here and it's not here anymore. No. And so this over here, it's resonance. So it's like, Oh, I resonate with that. Mm -hmm. And, and it's an energetic field that you're connecting with. It's like the, the core of 
that structure has a beating heart. And in mm-hmm. the beating heart, that source is what's the source in you. And you kind of align with that. But the only way to really know that is to be actually in the body as the guiding tool. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's freaky because it's like, well, since when have we been practicing this? So how do I do it? Mm-hmm. And then the mind's going, well, I'm still in control on some level. So we've got to go through a period of deconditioning. And I think that's why this video, I feel this is really, um, you know, important. It's we've got to acknowledge what it takes to, to move to the next thing. Cause it's not going to happen. You just, you know, you, you actually have to go through a process or at least I've seen that I've seen yeah. consistency through, through multiple experiences that it actually has to occur like that. You have to kind of um, like come into the body in an experience. I don't know, maybe if you can share about what that looks like or how that plays out. Well, I mean, there are so many different ways and we all have our own unique ways of doing that. And and we might have different systems that support that process sure. for us. And that has to be something of resonance too. To like, you, yeah. I resonate to human design and evolutionary astrology and they give me that sense of guidance but I also use intuitive guidance a lot like Mm, you know the the I Ching or cards and things just for to connect to my own resonance so that I'm not using the logic of my mind to navigate my way and then it it's also about being here and now in the moment Mm. because we can only be connected to what is here in this moment and if we're planning five steps ahead yeah we can have an idea or a desired direction but it doesn't mean that it's going to work out in the exact way yeah so um the way of planning for our futures that have has been there is not going to work in that same way so we might um need to abandon the plan uh you know it can't the plan can't go wrong if we don't have one or (laughs) and that's something i came to a conclusion during my saturn return when my life was just like all of my plans were falling apart Mm. everything that i thought was gonna be my life was just you know breaking down and i i i realized at some point that you know it wasn't that my life was falling apart. It was my idea of the life that I thought I yes. was going to have yes. that was falling apart. And yeah. and that wasn't the same thing. Actually, there's two things I want to talk about. One, if it's okay, is that you have the cross of planning as your actual incarnation cross in human design. So, yeah. you know, you, you're very sort of aware of how this works. Organization. Mm-hmm. Like, think about it. Um, we're talking about it yesterday and today as well, that um, in order for you to get some of the things that you get at the supermarket, there are a sequence of events that must take place in order for that to, to be there. And if somebody decides one day to to wake up to their individuation process and they realize the things they were working for, as an example, no longer have meaning to them, mm-hmm. they, they might actually say, well, I just want to quit my job. Yeah. And all of a sudden, a small little crack in the sequence of events begins to occur. Mm-hmm. And the way that we organized things and function things is is not as fluid. Yeah, because right? it's, I mean, it's and been... And that's the thing. That's right. the thing about the if planning. people are no longer wanting to contribute to society and they're wanting to contribute to their own sense of individual direction, which we're <laughs> supposed to do, it's going to happen anyway. It's yeah. like, it, it's not a choice. It seems like a choice, but it's not really. It's yeah. something that's happening through us and we are awakening. And if you look at the astrology, I mean, we've got Uranus in Taurus, for example, and it's shifting our values and our values aren't going to be aligned no. with the things that that would be connected to the the picture that's been sold to us yes that's the most important you know? thing the picture that's been sold to us we might wow. want more than that something that. different we might not want the 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 job and you know the family and the two cars and you know mm-hmm. all of the things that that is we might want to just you know live in a van and and <laughs> travel around and explore things mm-hmm. or we might want to do something completely different you know but just just to kind of emphasize on that right so you have somebody that's individuality is about is, is like traveling and seeing multiple perspectives and observing like part of their uniqueness is that they have this capacity to share with others things that other people may have not seen because their desire for sharing and uh, for for travel is there and it's it's all about awareness like the next Mm -hmm. phase is is human awakening and awareness Mm -hmm. and we've been kind of like in a in a world where okay so if i want this car i should get this type of job title right md (laughs) or whatever and because that gives me a sense of 
value, right? Because I've studied this long and I've planned for that long in my little timetables. Yeah, and I'm a, a valuable member of society. society right. You know? and, and think about it. Like, if you think, if you really, really contemplate that, how much of our inner psychological accepted truth in terms of Capricorn judgments mm -hmm. go, oh, that person's not adding to society because they're not paying their taxes, as an example. And I am, you know, like contributing to these dynamics based on mm -hmm. the type of work that you do or the house that you have and where you live. And mm -hmm. a lot of those things are scripts that we've bought into that were never challenged because, mm -hmm. well, firstly, the impulse wasn't there to challenge it. This yeah. is the Pluto and Virgos, by the way, you guys with Uranus conjunct Pluto. That thing kind of came in and went, ah, I want to do something different. Yeah. <laughs> but I, nobody else is wanting to do the same thing. So I feel a little bit alone kind of thing. You'll know what I'm talking about, that you guys that have got that conjunction. Mm -hmm. um, so that whole entire, and, and, and Neptune's transit through Pisces at the exact same time that this whole entire shift is kind of progressively becoming more intense. Mm -hmm. Neptune's in the opposite house or the opposite sign of the Pluto and Virgos. So those of you that were born 1958, roughly there, mm -hmm. to 1960, 1972, in that period, you'll, you'll have a lot of this, this world where you've lived and done the things you've done, but now you're like, oh, I'm free of these things, but I wanna follow my own purpose. And as you kind of detach from the, 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 the script and you kind of follow your own direction, you see that this whole entire world is, is falling around you and you're wanting to really be in your own individuality and you're kind of reclaiming a lot of that. Like, so you're very influential in, in the shift mm -hmm. and that's opposing your Plutos. So it's like generationally that Pluto Uranus conjunction that took place in 1965, 1964 is now being opposed by the now Neptune. So for those of you that can follow that kind of sequence, it's being opposed by that. So it's like the activation of this, the seed to break down the structure is now fully in place. Mm -hmm. And it will just progressively become more and more clear until Neptune enters Aries. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like, oh, a new direction of spiritual meaning. And yeah. it'll be about awareness and purpose and, and sense of self. And there was another thing that I wanted to add just quickly is mm. that you, you remember um, last week, Friday, I showed you a friend of mine that had, had, had actually went through a deep crisis in their life because the plan that they thought they wanted collapsed and it sent them into a tumultuous place. Mm -hmm. And it was like, that's what's also part of it. And I don't want to create fear over here because the whole purpose of this video and the work that we do is to kind of go, hey, by the way, there is actually things here that can help you. Yeah. It's, we're not doomed. We're just like, we have to go through the, the realization of the plan that we had might not to actually do it be. differently, approach yeah. life differently yeah. to how we have. So we can't use the same way of thinking to, for the solution. Like mm. it, it doesn't work. Yes, exactly. Were you on a thread? No, no, that was it. That was it. Just to kind of emphasize that, that, that thing that you said about how we have a plan. And if that plan changes or it breaks down, mm -hmm. like it can actually send us into a spiral, but really it's actually life going, this is what is actually here for you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And we don't know, like we get pieces of the puzzle and then later the other, the, the other pieces show up for us and we, we can't maybe understand it at that point, why we have to go through certain yes. things that are really challenging for us. And, and then later that becomes a, a part of the seed of our purpose as we show up in the world. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I know I've, I've referenced to this before, but where I had in my, it was my Uranus square, my first Uranus square at 21, I had like a massive awakening to the way the world looked. And I felt very, very, um, like, depressed and sad at the way the world was and the direction we had taken. So I saw the direction we had taken and the where we were heading and I didn't feel, I felt like it was so disconnected from our true nature. And that felt really, really challenging for me at that time. And I lived with that feeling of being disconnected from 
the way the world worked for a very long time. But now as I'm approaching my Uranus opposition, this is the work that I'm doing to help people integrate into the world that is actually falling yeah. and going, hey, this isn't such a bad thing because where we were, where we were was disconnected from yes. our nature. And mm. now we're getting to return to our nature. Mm. So part of the journey of where we're heading now yeah. is reconnecting with our true nature, yeah. with ourselves and not being disconnected by allowing our minds to like take over the the script for us so that we live something that is scripted for us because that yes. was the biggest thing for me it was like but life is already scripted for us we've we're given this like this exact way that we have to live and what we a place in society and we have to surrender all of our individuality and all of our unique gifts and everything or we can bring some of it to it but maybe it's still like, you know, with, with our children, what we do is we give them a choice between um, certain things so that they don't, they're not overwhelmed with choice, but they still feel like, you know, with toddlers, when you're given, you're trying to give them a choice and you give them two choices between like, do you want this or do you want this? And then they feel like they're getting to decide something. Um, well, we live like that. We have lived like that where we haven't had a choice, mm -hmm. but we've been given some choices so that yes. we feel like we have yes. a choice. <laughs> you know, do you want to become that or that? Oh, mm -hmm. but hold on. Neither of them feel good to me. But, you know, if I'm getting that choice, well, I suppose I'll be that because sure. that's the thing I resonate to more. And yeah. what does that mean for me if I'm going to become you know, this, that means I have to go through X amount of years of university. I have to live in debt. I have to yes, pay back that yes, debt to society, yes, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. You know, and it just keeps on going. Mm -hmm. Whereas what if we actually have just by living our lives and being connected to what, who we are, gives us the exact things that we need, yeah. the gifts that we need that mm -hmm. are innate within us, yeah. that we don't have to buy like we could it could be something that we resonate to deeply and it's like oh i need to learn this because this is me this is like resonates with my entire being yeah and and then you study that because of that but not because of its value in the social structure. well that's that's the key in what you're saying there is that within the structure there's set values at the top of the yeah. pyramid and within that value structure you have to fit in but we are so diverse and individuated that um, a lot of those values can't actually be encompassed <laughs> yeah. with so we kind of are, we, we're naturally through just that structure in place put into boxes that we meet and we can have aspects of ourselves resonate with some of those values and that's how we kind of resonate to the thing that we think we like but really there's 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 like infinite mm -hmm. and that's I think what's really occurring for us and I loved it when you talked about returning to our true nature because that's the Pluto and Sagittarius's mission. So for any of you that are born between 1995 and 2008 that are watching this like and you're wanting to know like what what is this this astrology and stuff it's you as a generation have come to live through the the reclaiming of your truth in your in your expression and and who you are and what that's about and so much of the reclaiming or coming back to our nature is the next phase, right? Mm -hmm. So a silly example, and this is not a political conversation, so I don't want to get into it at all, but like just a silly example is that if you look, um, the, the Swedish girl that's, you know, Greta sort of, Thunberg. yeah, working with this, the whole climate change thing, she's a Pluto and Sagittarius soul. Now, if you just look at it from the perspective that her sensitivity is about climate, nature, mm -hmm. you can see how there's already an orientation towards looking at the earth. That's it. Nothing else from then onwards mm -hmm. in terms of um, what that's about and stuff. But it's, it's, a, it's a very interesting glimpse into the future of how our perspective is, will be shifting from valuing structures in society as, oh, by the way, I just have this BMW and it's amazing and it's so good and this is my worth to something completely different, like experiencing what creative intelligence feels like in your being. Because that's mm. what we are. We're a creative intelligence. Mm. And the manifestation of what that looks like in the material plane is our playground. Yeah. And reclaiming that inner place, that heart-centeredness and experiencing creative intelligence through us and witnessing our awareness be so sharp in that creative intelligence is really what allows us to understand individuality. Yeah. Because there's aspects of your creative intelligence that's sharp that if I tried, I'd be like, uh, 
nope, that doesn't work for me, or I can't get that, or how does that work, you know? Yeah, it's unique. <clears throat> so we can't be comparing ourselves and going, you know, I'm no good at this because Thank you. I don't do it your way. Thank you. Hey, you Thank do it you. your way. You have your unique, you know, way of seeing things, your unique expression, everything that is. And the more you come home to yourself, your mm -hmm. true nature, the more you sharpen your ability to be really good at being you. Yes. Yes. And that's what we're doing. Like, that's what we that's are practicing. We're, we're just wanting to be really good at being ourselves. And yeah. the more we can be really good at being ourselves, the more we will be able to connect to the right place, the right time, the right people. Yes. The pe we, we will like be aligned with our fractal in reality. <laughs> and, and that's what it's about. Now, if you look at fractals, the patterns of fractals and try to understand logically how you would plan that with your mind, <laughs> it's, it's so incredibly, you know, detailed and seemingly chaotic. If you look at some parts of it and, and until the pattern reveals itself, yeah. you wouldn't understand it. No, this is how we navigate. This is how we are being organized through ourselves. But yes. all you need to know is your place. Yes. And all you need to know for that is who you are and what is true to your nature. Mm -hmm. And that is it. But as long as you're looking outside of yourself, then that as everything else falls apart, you're going to be lost. Mm -hmm. There won't be anything there mm -hmm. going, hold on, but there are no jobs. Yes. But the, yes. the financial system is, is falling <laughs> and suddenly money doesn't have the same value. And mm -hmm. how am I going to survive? And what am I going to do? Yeah. I mean, we talked about it this morning. It was like we, we, with the future, the way it is and the uncertainty here in Sweden, at least everyone is well most people are growing their own food to a certain extent you know in their gardens on their balconies and everything it's a big thing and um and i'm i i'm terrible at that like we, we aren't really <laughs> good at growing food we've tried it anyway and i think that it, it's not something that has been at the forefront of our awareness right so we study the cosmos but when it comes to you know growing tomatoes it's just like it might not be you know the where we where our gifts are but if i were to think logically for the future knowing that the system is falling i would say hey we need to learn to grow our own food we need to do this you know we need to have all of that and we might spend all of our days Thank instead you. of doing what we are doing right now we might end up spending most of our days growing food okay and then if everyone grows their own food everyone might be able to sustain themselves but we are an organic like part we, we create organic communities as part of the fractals that we align to when we're being ourselves and i trust that if i just align to what is true for me in this moment it and do what is aligned with that mm -hmm. then i won't need to i will know if there is a point that i need to learn to grow my own food mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. and i would if i had to but still i'm, I'm not fo focusing on that because it doesn't feel mm -hmm. like the the that's where my gift is well and, and i want to kind of like um add to what you're talking about it's okay so you have certain gifts and talents that you shop and you've yeah. understood that firstly the fact that we have a way to come back to ourselves and just focus on that mm -hmm. is very refreshing because it means, oh, okay, so let's not try and fix the world in that sense, right? Mm -hmm. Let's just try and get to, to where I am because that's a big story anyway. Mm -hmm. Understand these sharpened skills and then, then kind of just be that. Mm -hmm. By being that and expressing that, people that are that will just go, oh, that, I like this person. I like what they're saying about it, right? As an example, they connect with you. And they connect with you on a resonance level and, and you're busy talking to this person and like, yeah, I know, I know how to, I love planting this or that. Yeah. And it's like, what happens is, is that through resonance connection and fractal creation, yeah. things that are part of a bigger picture form. Yeah. And when you're trying to logically understand it, you, you, you prevent yourself from the organic formation of something that is bigger than what you perceive in the moment yes and because of that being the case it's a sense of well number one deep trust <laughs> yeah. 
that life is actually moving through. It is actually working for you. And when you're aligned with your right frequency, that is always going to bring you to the right resonance because it's all about different pockets of energy trying to meet the center point. That's the purpose of source energy. Like that's what love is. It's a unifying energy. So it's the magnetism of the same frequencies meeting the same place. And yeah. so that naturally occurs. It's not something that we have to manipulate. No. So all you have to do is just resonate at the right frequency, which is the realization of self and to understand your creative purpose. And no, not, underst not, no. Just, no, yeah. not understand your creative purpose. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to understand your creative intelligence and the way that you operate and what those are and just be that. That's true authenticity. You know when right? you're not tr being true to yourself. We, we go through in the one, the course that I'm teaching in human design, it's we go through all the different ways of how we are distracted from ourselves <laughs> and all the different ways that our mind tells us that we have to be something different to who we are. And people, everyone knows it. Like you, you go through them and you're like, okay, so this is something like, yep, I know, yep. I know I do that. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, but, but when you have it and you reveal it to your mind and you show it, um, in a logical way, then the mind can accept it more deeply to, to, um, trust in something else to navigate and to make decisions for yeah. you. That's and right. it's so what I'm saying is that you know it really. It's just that there's a, what people need a lot of the time we find is the validation to be themselves. Yes. And exactly. they come to us for <laughs> astrology readings and that. And what, what we will do with the astrology and human design ultimately behind everything, yeah, it can be working through certain things, but ultimately it is the permission to be who you are. Mm -hmm. And when you get that validation, that permission, it allows you to to bring that into the world more and more. Yeah. And I that's think what we need. You've you've ended this conversation so poetically with the permission to be who you are. Yeah. Right? That that's what the the that's that's what is so beneficial right now is just like on, on many of the things that we've touched today, but the permission to be yourself is such a big part of coming back home. Yeah. Right. Completely. So that's what we need. That's what we need for the future. That's what we need to start um, embodying is the ability to be ourselves and show up in our truest way that is true to ourselves. And the more we can do that, the more we can, um, show up in the place that we need to be mm. and be a part of whatever fractal formation that is taking place as these structures and the hierarchical structures are falling. We are organizing ourselves in a way that we can't even see at the moment because it looks like chaos. Exactly. And that in and of itself is the reassuring thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully that was reassuring. <laughs> brilliant. Brilliant. All right. Well, um, is there anything else that you want to say? No, I mean, we'll post some um, links in the comments to our different courses. We teach both astrology and human design. Yeah. And um, yeah. Magical. We'll okay. Well, uh, thanks everybody for listening to us and or watching us, depending on where you are in terms of the platforms. And uh, we hope that you have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.